scattered in the slave trade. That's the real biblical Hebrew Israelite. So as a Gentile, I'm here to profess. A lot of people, you are Israelites. You are the chosen ones. You are a prestigious people. You're you know Israel. that the black man in America is Israel. That he's Jews. Do you know that? Yes. The people yes. that are here, the black people, the people of color that are here, that have been brought here from Africa, their ancestors brought here from Africa, are the Hebrew Israelites. Um, they're even in the uh, African dictionary. African and Negro are two different things, are two different classifications of people. From West Africa, they have been taken as a slaves to America. Brothers and sisters, Blacks of America, it's you. You are the true Hebrews. You are the true Hebrews from the Bible. America gonna be, do everything, gonna invest as much money as it has, and gonna fight as much wars as they, as they can, gonna invite as much weapons as they can, just to hide this away from you. Gonna take Israel, gonna bring white people here, and to tell you these are the Jews, gonna do, gonna kill you, gonna kill Arabs, gonna mistreat white people like this guy, just to tell you this lie. That, that you are nobody and we are the Jews with all the history and so on. It has been deleted your history. You don't know who you are. Don't forget about it. This is why America has been taking your history away. Never to find out that it's all about you. Tell them who the true people of the Bible are. The black Say that again. The black people. <laughs> Acts 13 and 1. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simeon, that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene, and Manan, which had been brought up with Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. Simeon was called Niger, N-I-G-E-R. And that word, my friend, is a Latin word meaning black and it was referring to people's skin color okay and niger just happens to be where the that foul word comes from if you add a g onto it and that is what the whole planet calls hebrews to this very day كطول الجسد وكعرض الجسد وشكل الرأس ولون البشرة ولون الشعر ولون العينين هذه المواصفات التي يفترض أن الأبناء يولدوا دائما يتبارزونها اليهود الآن منهم الزنجي ومنهم صاحب الشعر الأصفر ومنهم صاحب العيون الزرقاء يعني تقريبا يتنوعوا ما بين أجناس البشر المختلفة وبالتالي الحديث عن أن هؤلاء yeah, everybody blames the Jews for for killing Christ, and then the Jews try to pass it off on the Romans. You know, I'm one of the few people that believes it was the blacks. I would interject that the true biblical Hebrews are the so-called African American people that are scattered abroad throughout the world. All healing people yeah. as a white man lie. You know who he's been talking about? They're all white. They were all black. Black. Chapter 28 and verse 68. 
it says, And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships, by the way whereof I spake unto thee. Thou shalt see it no more again, and there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen, and no man shall buy you. Now the only race of people that were brought over on ships and sold as bondmen and bondwomen, which are slaves, are the so-called African Americans. Shalom, all praises, glory, and honor to Yahweh, Bashem Yahweh Shai, Bashem Rakakwadash. Double honors to the elders who rule well, peace and blessings to the elect and the remnant. You so called Negroes, Latinos, Native Americans, or in fact the true biblical Hebrew Israelites of the Bible. Shalom to those Israelite foreigners. Who look like all the different nations but your lineage go back to Abraham Isaac and Jacob peace and blessings and as we heard in the uh, the audio of all the uh, the different nations specifically Edom you know the, the tribe of Edom the uh, so-called white people they were um, confessing that you so-called Negroes are the real Jews of the Bible. And it's really been the biggest uh, cover-up throughout this earth, you know, mainly hiding the identity of our Lord and Savior, who the world ignorantly calls Jesus Christ, real name Yahweh Shai. Because Christianity is worldwide. The Bible is the number one book on the planet nor the Bible or excuse me no other book uh, sells more copies than the Bible you know and you also notice that they make many different Bibles many different translations to dilute what it actually is saying in the King James Bible you have all these different translations and they will um alter and leave out the words of Yahweh 
by Shem Yawashai. So there's been great deception on the earth. That's why during the time of slavery, if you recall a reading the Bible, you know, it was a, a heavy a penalty and punishment for for reading. Because they they would um, consider you being educated as a threat that you wouldn't like the condition that you were in. So that's why they, uh, you know, for the most part, you know, deny uh, slaves from reading because they wanted you to be happy in your captivity and they didn't want you to uh, try to escape or revolt. You know, Esau, who, who, who is controlling this earth, don't want educated Negroes, Latinos, and Native Americans in the scriptures. They don't mind you getting their degrees and all kind of uh, worldly knowledge. But when you're um, coming back to your true nationality, and your heritage, that's a threat to them. Because once you Israelites uh, truly repent and come back to the Heavenly Father's law, statutes, and commandments, these nations know that the God of the Bible is going to hear your cries, is going to hear your prayers. And they don't want that. They don't want uh, you connected to the Heavenly Father and the Messiah. They want you to be ignorant and to take on all the philosophies of the different nations. So in these last days, the Heavenly Father have poured out His Spirit on all flesh. That's why you have a people throughout this earth having dreams and visions of the end times. You know, biblical prophecies you know, that people are having. And there, there's a knowledge. This Bible says that knowledge shall be increased. So this truth, the good news, the gospel is being spread throughout the four corners of the earth. That's why we know that we're very close to the end. And you have all these nations that are now uh, confessing that the real Jews are here in America catching hell, looked down upon, mocked, oppressed. And they've kept that information from you for hundreds of years. You know? So I like to read out of the book. Of Matthew 24 and verse 16 because prior to slavery we were in West Africa and before that we were in Israel which is our homeland but now the different nations specifically the Amalekites who are Edomites are in our homeland but what happened was all the uh, heathen nations that would um, 
uh, basically attacked the Israelites. One of the prophecies was that when Jerusalem would be compassed with armies, the Lord told the Israelites to flee into the mountains, which is going into the Israelites going in different the Israelites going into different parts of Africa, you know, going going in uh, the parts of uh, West Africa, you know, some in uh, South Africa, some uh, in East Africa, you know, but going through those uh, Atlas Mountains and going into, uh, again, West Africa. This is the biblical prophecy from our Lord Yahweh Shai, and it reads, then let them which is in Judea flee into the mountains, which is going into how the Israelites went into West Africa during the time of 70 AD. You had the Romans come in and they sieged Jerusalem, and it, it you know it wasn't something that uh, happened right away. Because what they did was they cut off uh, uh, basically Jerusalem where people or the Israelites couldn't go in or out, you know. So what happened was the Israelites, they pretty much ran out of food and water and they starved to the point where the women were eating their children, which is a, a biblical a curse. In the book of Deuteronomy, the twenty-eighth chapter, and those Israelites that did escape, they uh, fled. You know, they 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 scattered. So we're gonna go into um, where we just. You know, heard in the video the different uh, Edom or Edomites are telling us, which we already know, we don't need a confirmation because we believe based on faith, based on what's written of in the Bible. Yet, and still, these nations who who are um, who are going to be truthful. They're, they're gonna um, they're gonna read the Bible and then they, they're gonna come into that understanding of who God's true people are because during the time of slavery again they uh they didn't allow the uh, slaves to read you know they taught you uh, Christianity they they taught you um basically lies you know they had the uh, the slave bible where they left out certain book chapters and verses to keep you uh, basically uh, docile you know psychological warfare to keep you basically uh, captive but when you get the true knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of who you are, you're liberated. You're free from that mental bondage. Because in order to keep you uh, still in mental bondage, 
they have to uh, keep you believing the lies. So we're going to go to the book of St. John 8 and 32. And we find out what makes you free, what makes us free. So this is the book of St. John 8 and 32. And it reads, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So when you understand and you receive this truth through the Rakakwadash, which is the Holy Spirit, you're being made free, spiritually and mentally free from the lies and bondage of Christianity. Because when you uh, run into a Christian, especially so-called Negro, Latino and Native American Christians, you really see how they're in mental bondage because they're actually believing lies. They believe in uh, a Edomite or so-called uh, white Jesus, which is not biblical. But the brainwashing is so heavy that no matter how many scriptures you tell them, what kind of historical, you know, or secular history uh, proof that uh, that, that you can uh, basically uh, compare uh, what's historical in the Bible, because the Bible is a is the historical book. You can show all of that, but they still don't get it. What they'll say, oh, it don't matter what he looks like, which is a part of that mental slavery. Because everything that's written in the Bible is important in an image of our Lord is written of in the Bible, in the book of Revelation, as well as in the book of Daniel. When you go into the book of uh, Revelation, which means to reveal, it was said what you see right in the book. So it's very important what you see was written of in the book is important. I read that again. It says, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So we're free mentally and spiritually. And Edom, they want you to stay in that bondage. You know, Christianity have destroyed our people. You know, having you to love everybody, but nobody is loving you. They want you to uh, basically have a uh, have loyalty to all these different nations, but they don't help you. They don't do anything for you. They see you in a horrible condition and they just take advantage of you. It's, it's Stockholm Syndrome. You know, when you go into the uh, basically the definition of Stockholm Syndrome, it means that you sympathize or you take up for your oppressor. So you're in you're in captivity, but yet you're going to take up for your oppressor. And that's what happens with Christianity. Christianity makes you take up for your oppressor who have kept you in a slavery 
and you're uh, bending over backwards, you'll take up for them uh, more than they would take up for themselves. So that uh, that brainwashing on our people is uh is heavy, and only this truth can set you free from that. So we're gonna go to the book of Revelation, and we're gonna read the description of what the Messiah looks like. Who the world ignorantly calls Jesus Christ. So we'll start at Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. The revelation of Yahawashai Hamashiach in the scripture says, The revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, the word Jesus and Christ is a Greek word, but we know that the Messiah is a Hebrew from the tribe of Judah. It says, which Yahweh gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of Yahweh and of the testimony of Yahweh Shai Hamashiach and of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth. And they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written wherein for the time is at hand. So blessed or he that read it and keep the words of this prophecy. So everything that's in the scriptures in the book of Revelation, when you read it, you're blessed, you know, and you if you keep these words. Therein, which is the Holy Bible, the book of Revelation, that's something that, that is uh, that's not to be taken lightly. So when, when you hear these words, it, it is it is uh, more than a significant. People will hear the uh, words in the Old Testament and the New Testament, specifically Revelation, and we'll read into what the Lord looked like. And people just disregard it. But the scriptures say, Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy. So blessed are those who read it and, and those who hear it. So we're going to go to the description of our Lord. This is the book of Revelation 13. Uh, Slacky chapter 1 and we will start at verse 13 and in the midst of the seven candlesticks one and like one like unto the son of man clothed with a garment down to the foot and and girt about the paps with a golden girdle his head and his hairs were white like wool white in color woolly in texture who has woolly hair, so-called Negroes. That's who have woolly hair. 
verse 15, or Salakia, verse 14, his head and his hairs were white like wool, white, white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. Now, where it talks about his eyes were as a flame of fire, the Messiah, he drank wine. So when you read in the book of Genesis, the 49th chapter, it tells us that the Lord's eyes will be red with wine. His first miracle was what? Turning a water into wine. So the Lord, he drank a wine in moderation, you know. The wicked Pharisees and the scribes, they said he was a wine bibber. But no, the Lord, he drank in moderation. So this is the book of Genesis 49, verse 12. His eyes shall be red with wine and his teeth white with milk. So his eyes will be red with wine. And that is the precept to what we just read in the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 14. And I'll read it again. His, his head and his hairs were white like wool, white in color, woolly in texture, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. Eyes red with wine. Verse 15. And his feet like unto fine brass, as if it burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. So the Lord's uh, feet was likened into fine brass as if it was burned in a furnace, so uh, dark skin. So the, the Messiah, which we're reading in the scriptures, and the Bible tells us, blesses he that readeth and blesses, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, because this was a, this was a, a revelation that John... The revelator received on the Isle of Patmos. He was exiled on the island of Patmos. So he saw these uh, visions, you know. He saw what the Lord looked like. So let's go. Let's see. Bear with me, because we're going to go uh, to the book of Daniel, because the book of Daniel also tells us the Lord's skin tone, and it's very important because the lies and the deception, you know, that image of, of, of Cesare Borgeria, which is when you see like uh, movies like The Passion of Christ, you know, the, the greatest story ever told. All those um, those movies going into the Messiah and the images that they show is not biblical. It is it is actually idolatry because that image is is based off Cesare Borgeria. It's not based off of what the Lord actually looked like, and that's what we that's what we're reading. What the Lord actually looks like. So let's go to the book of Daniel, because what Esau did during the time of the Renaissance period, they actually 
uh, use what's known as a conoclasm to um, to basically hide the identity of what the uh, the people of the Bible actually look like. It is a a great deception, you know. So actually, let's let's go to the book of Daniel seven and verse nine because the scriptures tell us the might uh, the Messiah said, "If you see me, you've seen the Father." So what that means is when you uh, see the Messiah, you actually can see the Heavenly Father. You know, it's just like you know if you have. Um, a family, you know, you have uh, uh, children and they may look like you, you know, they may uh, look like either the man or the woman, you know, they'll take on the, the characteristics, you know, physical or, or uh, you know, basically, um, you know, uh, so many words, um, you know, uh, the likeness of, you know, of that uh, father or mother, you know. So this is the book of, of Daniel 7 verse 9 and it reads, And I beheld till the th thrones were cast down and the Ancient of Days did sit. The Ancient of Days is the Heavenly Father, Yahweh. You know, the Heavenly Father's name is Yahweh, which means he exists. The Heavenly Father, he has a uh, many different titles and one of them is the ancient of days he's the father of spirits you know he's also the king of terrors it says whose garment was white as snow and is and the hair of his head like the pure wool so heavenly father has a pure hair of pure wool and we just read what the Messiah's hair looked like as well. White in color, woolly in texture. His throne was like the fiery flame and his wheels as burning fire. That's a, a so-called UFO. I'll read that again. It says, his throne was like the fiery flame and his wheels as burning fire. So his throne is, is a chariot, a so-called UFO. And the angels, they navigate in a, in the so-called UFOs as well. Those are the uh, vehicles of the angels. That's why you see those uh, ships, you know, worldwide. This, um, this uh, past uh, night, you know, we're... We're in the next day, you know, it's past, um, t you know, 12 midnight, but uh, yes, yesterday night uh, was uh, closing out the uh, uh, Passover, the Feast uh, of Unleavened Bread, you know, first day is the Passover, the Pesach, and then uh, seven days you eat unleavened bread, and so we closed out the ceremony, and, you know, what appeared in the sky you know, it was uh, dark, was uh, was an object, 
that was uh, kind of bright and then it disappeared, you know. And it was kind of far away, so I'm not for sure if it was a chariot or, you know, a drone. But again, it, uh, it disappeared. And those are the, the vehicles, you know, of Yahawah, Yahawah Shai, if it was a, a chariot, you know. And the Messiah, he left in the chariot in a, in a, a book of uh, Acts. What's that? Uh, chapter one, verse nine. So we're going to read the description of what the Lord looked like. And this is in the book of Daniel, the uh, Old Testament. His body also was like the burl. And the uh, color burl is green. And his face as the appearance of lightning. And his eyes as lamps of fire. And his arms and feet like in color. So people say, oh, there's no color in the Bible. We're just reading it. It says, I'll read it again. It says, and his arms and feet like in color to polished brass. A brass as if it was burned in a furnace, dark uh, skin. It says in the and the voice of his words, like the voice of a multitude, because the Messiah, he talked with a loud commanding voice. You know, so we're reading in the Bible, uh, both the Old and the New Testament with the Heavenly Father, what the Messiah looks like. And when you go into the book of Ezekiel, it also tell you what the angels look like. Because in the Bible, it tells you what the Heavenly Father, the Messiah, the angels, as well as the Israelites, what a skin tone, you know, that that they have. And it's important because of the, again, the lies and the deception the images that push white supremacy; those were uh, those were lies that that uh, pretty much have uh, kept our people in mental slavery. So we're gonna read out of the book of Ezekiel, and we'll start at verse four. And I looked and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud. And that great cloud is talking about a UFO. When you go to the book of Psalm 104 and 3, it lets us know that the clouds are his chariots. So that great cloud is talking about uh, what people call a mothership. We call them a fathership. But you've seen uh, movies and you've seen actual footage of large UFOs. Sometimes miles long. Now you had this um, Edomite that uh, that basically was um, I don't know if he uh, if he worked for NASA, but he was um, he he was pretty much in the know, and he said that uh, NASA had a photo of angels, or he described as a black aliens that was um, by uh, their space stations. Esau space stations out in space and they said that the angels were seven foot tall. So the uh, angels are, are, are tall uh, tall beings. 
you know, and he was he was saying that the lady asked him, what's her name, uh, Karen Cassidy of Camelot or Project Camelot. I think that's the name of her uh, platform. She said, were they dark? He said, no, they were black. So th that lines up with the scriptures. We're going to read what the angels look like. It says, and I looked and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud and a fire enfolding itself. So that great cloud, again, is talking about a, a, a father ship, a very massive ship, you know. And before I, I finish reading this, I just wanted to add that that guy that was talking about the uh, the angels, those uh, two, as he say, aliens, he said prior to that, they had, um, I don't know if it was either a, a picture or, or they probably, um, was able to uh, pick up the images. He said that they saw a ship two and a half earth lengths long. Just imagine two and a half earth lengths long. And he said it he couldn't exactly call it a vehicle because the, the uh, ship seemed like it was expanding. So yeah, it was two and a half earthlings long. That's what they saw. Which you know, if these Edomites see stuff or see a ship that, that's that massive, that's going to freak them out. Because Esau, he, he's controlling this earth. The Bible tells in the book of Job 9 and 24, the earth is given to the hand of the wicked. It says, and a fire enfolding itself. And when it talks about that fire enfolding itself, that's talking about those lights that go around the ships. You know, you'll see a, a, a videos or a picture of a, a, of a so-called UFO. And it'll have like lights that'll blink and it'll go around in the sequence. You know, and I've seen the ships before, you know, when I was nine years old, I saw a chariot and I was with my uh, my mother and with my brother. And it was so close that I could actually see the windows, man. It was metallic. It was a, a silver a color and the lights were like uh, yellow, green, you know, and it was blinking around the ship. So that's that fire unfolding itself. It says, and the brightness was about it, and out of the mist thereof as the color of amber, and amber is a, a, the color of yellow, out of the mist of the fire, also out of the mist thereof came the likeness of four living creatures. So this is talking about the uh, angels. That's who the uh, four living creatures are. It says, and this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. So the angels are angelic uh, Negro beings. And we're going to read uh, their color. It says, and every one had four faces. Every one had four wings, which is going into how the angels could, uh, could morph into uh, a different uh, uh, faces, you know, meaning that they can shape shift. That's why the Bible tells us to uh, about uh, entertaining strangers unawares because they could be angels because the angels, they... Uh, or on the earth and they go from this earth and they go back into the spirit world they go in and out portals when you uh, go into uh, Jacob's ladder 
it talked about ascending and descending. That's those angels going in and out the different portals. It says, and their feet were straight feet and the sole of their feet was like the sole of a calf's foot and they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. Brass as if it was burned in a furnace. So we're reading the, in the Bible what the, uh, what the angels look like. So the Bible will go into the description of the Israelites. Again, that's why they didn't want our people to read the Holy Bible. You know, they didn't want you to, uh, they didn't want you to read. So we're going to read in the book of Jeremiah or what the Israelites look like, you know, you so-called Negroes from the tribe of Judah. You Negroes that are, that are the descendants of those that were brought over here in cargo slave ships. You're from the tribe of Judah, the same tribe as who the world ignorantly calls Jesus Christ. Yahweh Shai. We just read what the Lord looked like. And so the Messiah is from the same tribe as you. That's why they, in this country, oppress you so hard. Because you're from the same tribe as the greatest man to ever walk the earth. That's why they have to uh, uh, gaslight you and make you feel like you're nothing. But in reality, you're the Lord's chosen people. So this is the book of Jeremiah 14 and 2. Judah mourneth. In the, in the, uh, and when you mourn, you're not in uh, mirth. We're in mourning now. We're we're in captivity. So when you mourn, or you know, in the ancient times, you wore sackcloth. You know, you would uh, take dust and uh, pour it over your head. You know, you would lament. So spiritually, we're we're in mourning because we're being ruled by the wicked, by our oppressors, by the by our enemies who seek to destroy us, those who hate and persecute us. So we're in mourning because we're not in our homeland. Our homeland is Israel. We're in captivity here in America, which is Babylon the Great. So we're in mourning. It says, Judah mourneth and the gates there, there of languish. We're talking about the gates there of languish. When you have a gate, that's basically um, a protection. You think about the ancient uh, cities. They had a gate to... Uh, to uh, basically uh, keep them safe from the uh, from uh, any enemy that was trying to attack, but we don't have uh, any any uh, protection. We don't have any leadership, so our our gates languish. You know, it says they're black into the ground, and the cry of Jerusalem has gone is going up. So it says they're black into the ground. That's talking about the skin tone. What are, what is uh, uh, black into the ground? That's uh, talking about the uh, shades of brown, many shades of brown, you know, of soil. Because when you when you you know you see dirt or soil, it's different shades of brown. So that that is a description of what the uh, the color of the Israelites' uh, skin is. And the Bible tells us that uh, Adam was made from the dust of the ground. So this is letting us know that Adam 
was a was a so-called Negro, which in the reincarnation is the Messiah, if you can receive it. That's why it talks about the first Adam and the second Adam, because the Messiah, he was the first Adam, you know. So we're going to go into the book of first Maccabees. 3 verse 48 in the first Maccabees is in the Apocrypha which is a part of the King James Bible it is the authorized King James Bible they left the, um, the Apocrypha out of the holy book and the, and the Apocrypha go into the image of Caesarea Borgeria the image that, that was uh, used to deceive the world you know so the majority of our people um whether intentional or unintentional, they're being brainwashed by the image, you know? So like when you um, think of God, the Messiah, the angels, the Israelites in this society, they have you believing that they're Caucasians, but that's not true. We're, we're reading in the Bible with the true, um, the true description of the Heavenly Father, the Messiah, the angels, and the Israelites are. So in the book of 1 Maccabees 3 verse 48, and it reads, And laid open the book of the law, wherein the heathen have sought to paint the likeness of their images. So they laid open the book of the law. What's the book of the law? The Holy Bible. So they took the Holy Bible, they opened it up. It says, wherein the heathen, the other nations, specifically Esau, the self-proclaimed white man, sought to paint the likeness of their images. And that's what they did. They took their images and uh, basically used that to deceive the earth. I read it again. It says, wherein the heathen had sought to paint the likeness of their images. So now... When you uh, see the um, the movies, you know, going into the different biblical um, accounts, they look like the heathens. You know, all the all the different um, uh, uh, movies of the Bible. You know, where it goes into the Messiah or the prophets like Jeremiah. You know, Solomon. Um, you know, what's that? The Ten Commandments, the, uh, Moses, all these different movies, they, they have uh, cast uh, Edomites in place of what the Israelites actually look like. Don't you think that the History Channel and all of these, um, you know, institutions and companies and uh, publications and stuff like that, you don't think that they read the Bible and they read the actual descriptions, but what they do is they lie. They hide the truth. So let's go to the book of Job. Chapter 9, verse 24. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. So the earth is given into the hand of the wicked. Who are the wicked? The Edomites. Process of elimination. Who controls this earth? What uh, nation of people that's on your uh, U.S. dollar bill? So that's who controls this earth. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. 
he covered the faces of the judges thereof. So the wicked, they covered the faces of the judges thereof. So who are the judges? The judges are the Israelites. That's who the judges are, starting with the Heavenly Father, who is also from the tribe of Judah, the Messiah, who is also from the tribe of Judah. So they covered the faces of the judges, the Heavenly Father. The Heavenly Father is a judge, the ultimate judge. The Messiah is a judge. You know, the angels are judges. The Israelites, um, you know, the 12 tribes of Israel are the judges. So they cover the faces of the judges by what? The heathen have sought to paint the likeness of their images. It says, if not, where and who is he? So if the wicked Edomites who covered the faces of the judges aren't the wicked, then where and who is he? So that again, that's a process of elimination who the wicked are, you know, and like the um, like the audio clip that we uh, listened to. I, I think um, the one guy who was talking, he was from it uh, from uh, he was an Israeli, you know, who, you know, the Israelis, they're not the real Jews. Now, you might have some so-called Israelis that are. A remnant of our people, you know, just like you have uh, the other uh, so-called heathen nations where our people are scattered abroad because you have Israelites that look like all the different nations. Now you have the elect and a remnant that look like every nation on the planet and they're going to look like the heathens and they're going to speak the languages of the heathens. But nonetheless, he said that America has spent a lot of money hiding your identity, you know, using money and using warfare and all kind of uh, things to hide the truth, misinformation, propaganda, you know, because they have to keep you asleep. They have to keep you ignorant uh, to the, to who you are. And one of the biggest uh, ways that they keep you ignorant is through re religion, through Christianity, you know, that's why they sent, uh, uh, you know, missionaries over here to the Americas around 1492 to teach you religion, teach you a, 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 a false, a, a false religion, you know, had you to worship uh, Cesare Borgeria, you know, bowing down to the cross, which is an idol. And if you didn't. uh comply with uh with their teachings of christianity you would be uh, tortured you know they would uh, burn native americans at the stake if they didn't uh, bow down to the image and take on christianity which is not biblical it's based off lies and paganism idolatry you know so when we uh, understand this truth we're, we're set uh, spiritually and mentally free from from the bondage of of uh, spiritual slavery, you know. So that's why it's important to um to to read. That's why the scripture says, "Blessed is he that readeth, and and those that hear." And the Bible says, "Let every man be persuaded in his own mind." Don't take my word. Read the Bible for yourself. You know, this is not uh, a situation where nobody is uh trying to coerce or force you 
You have to be persuaded in your own mind that what you're hearing and what you're um, uh, basically, um, you know, uh, in so many words, you're, you're hearing either for the first time or you heard it before. It's up to you to uh, pray and research and ask the Lord to, to show you the, uh, the way, you know, to give you the true understanding. And, and once you're persuaded, then you have to uh, you have to uh, react on it. You have to repent, you know, keep the Heavenly Father's law, statutes and commandments the best of your ability. Having faith in Yahweh Shai, Hamashiach, you know, begging the Lord for forgiveness because we're all sinners. You know, we all sh uh, fall short of the glory of the Lord. So we need the Lord's sacrifice uh, to cover our sins. You know, that blood, that atonement, the propitiation, which means atonement, you know, to, you know, that cloak or covering for your sins. So if it be the Lord's will, you know, you will receive this truth and hold on to it. Don't let nobody uh, uh, deter you because the enemy wants you to uh, stay asleep. You know, and when you come into this understanding and you um, and you truly repent, uh, hey, that's that's where uh, the uh, that's where the uh, test starts, you know, because you're going to you're going to go through things, you know, whereas with Christianity, they think it's all about being blessed. But when you come into this truth, you're going to be um, you're going to be tested, you know, Bible talks about um when you come to serve the Lord, prepare your soul for temptation. So once you come into this truth, then that's when them demons and the wicked, they're going to try to uh, try to get you to uh, fall out the truth. But stand strong, you know, have faith in Yahweh Bashim, Yahweh Shai. Pray, you know, fast, you know, scripture says uh, watch as well as pray. So you have to, you know, continue praying because this Bible this is your weapon. The Holy Bible, the words of Yahweh Bashim Shai is sharper than any two-edged sword. So this is your greatest weapon. Not a, a gun, not a knife, nothing. The words of Yahweh Bashim Shai is your spiritual weapon. You know. So other than that, you know, stay strong. You know, pray for others as you pray for yourself. Giving all praises, glory, and honor. To Yahweh, Bashem, Yahweh Shai, Bashem, Rakakwadash, Shalom.